This is the time of year where people make resolutions to make their lives better, to make themselves better, to make a plan. And it's also the time of year where we, I mean, in a, in a couple of days, weeks, or months, we promptly forget those resolutions. Uh, I'm joined now by Dr. Nadia Alam, family doctor and past president of the Ontario Medical Association. Doctor, uh, let's talk New Year's resolutions. Do you make them? Yes. You do? So what, what, what's on the docket for you? How, how is 2024 going to present us with a better version of Dr. Nadia Alam? I don't know if it's a better version of Dr. Nadia Alam, but <clears throat> it's a, it sets an intention for the year. Right. So I, I don't think in terms of trying to finish projects, right? Like a lot of people, they, they'll set resolutions. I'll have my patients come to me and they'll say, okay, this is the year I'm going to work out for 20 minutes every single day. This is the year I'm going to lose those 10 pounds. This is the year that I'm going to find a new job. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I think more in terms of, I set my intentions more in terms of characteristics, right? So this is the year where I'm going to give myself time to just relax. I'm going to be more forgiving. I'm going to I'm going to be more patient. I'm going to try and be a bit kinder every single day because I find those are more meaningful to me and those often lead into um, better things for me. So if I'm, if I'm trying to be a better rested Nadia Alam, <laughs> I will have more time to spend with my kids. I'll have more energy to work out. I'll have more happiness overall. So, so you, you, yeah, you, you, look, you look at the journey, not the destination. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but so, sometimes the journey is the destination. Dry January, I think is a brilliant yeah. idea. There's dry January. Cause I mean, that, that sets people, I, as I, as I was, as I was telling people, I do dry January because it's the perfect time to avoid, to, to sort of put yourself in a, um, a, a the entire world is less alcoholic. So why not, why not join the party? <laughs> I hear you. I had never heard of dry January before. I'm not, I, I don't consume alcohol, so I don't really know um, much about dry January until a patient mentioned it to me. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. And, and we know, Ben, you and I have talked about this, how really there's no safe amount of alcohol right. for people who are pregnant or not pregnant, right? For everybody, basically. There is no research now showing there is no safe amount of alcohol. However, um, alcohol is a big part of our culture, of Northwestern culture. And so a lot of people do consume over the holidays. And so my patients told me, the ones who do consume alcohol, they said, well, in January, I'm, for the whole month, I'm not going to drink because that's going to set, reset my system. It's, it's also financially a really good idea, considering how much you spend over Christmas Absolutely. and New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> so it works on many, many levels. And, and it seems to help people um, reset into a better drinking pattern than they were in when they got into the holidays, where everybody indulges a lot. Exactly. And, and that's, that's why I think it's such a great idea, because there's almost this groupthink um, it's like a herd mentality in a gr in a very oh, good way, oh. because if you try if you try in December to to cut back on alcohol consumption, well, good luck to you because you're going to be going to about half a dozen holiday parties, and then you're going to be the person who they, who says, "Oh, I'm just going to have a soda water," and then the entire discussion all night long is going to be about why you're not drinking, 
And so it's just a heck of a lot easier to have, have a drink than have that conversation. Whereas January is the polar opposite. So I think it's a great idea. Hey, wh- what do you think about how people hold themselves accountable? Everybody feels they've got the, the plan. I, I myself have now told the entire radio listening universe that I intend to, uh, I'm going to tell them what I weigh on, uh, on, the, on the second. And I think we'll do a final weigh in at the end of the year. But, um, but I, accountability is through other people. Uh, the yes. good thing about that, doctor, is it doesn't cost me a penny. But there are a lot of people out there who invest a lot of money off the top of the year. All that money they save from not drinking, they go out and they buy themselves a meditation app, uh, the, mm-hmm. a diet program, a gym membership. They get caught watching one too many YouTube videos that tells them that you know they'll get six pack abs if they pay forty nine ninety nine a month by listening to this one trainer. Um, so, so what what do you tell those people who say I, I've got the secret? It's oh, it's but it's going to cost me one hundred fifty dollars a month. I tell them to keep it simple and buddy up because like you've noticed that herd mentality actually makes a big difference in people who are trying to change habits, whether it's trying to um, become more disciplined about exercise or quitting smoking or not consuming as much alcohol or any for all of January or even not indulging in as many sweets, right? Having an accountability buddy makes it a lot easier because We, when people are trying to, like, say, for example, people want to go on a diet. When people start counting calories or start thinking more consciously about the food they're eating, they will start to make small indulgences here and there and not count them because they haven't sat down and had a full brownie. They just had a piece of one here or, you know, they got some chips for their kids. And so they had a couple of chips here and then they get frustrated because they can't lose weight but they haven't counted on all those little things that have added up through the day. Having an accountability buddy actually makes a big difference. And this is why programs like Weight Watchers do work for some people, right? And so I tell people, keep it simple. Habit building is very difficult. And so don't, if you've never exercised before, start with walking, right? Go to the mall and walk on the, on the days where the weather is horrible Go outside and walk, which has a ton of benefits, not just for ex- for your oh, yeah. heart in terms of exercise or weight loss in terms of exercise. Oh, I feel but so yeah, much better. I feel so else. much better. So much Thank better you. after a, a long, uh, not even a long walk, just a walk around the neighborhood with my dog. Uh, yeah. Because I spend the entire time on the on the walk watching her love being outside, uh. and it makes me feel <laughs> so much better. Uh, but uh, but uh, I have, you know, forming habits is absolutely the right thing. I, I saw this guy. Again, I mean, am I supposed to be taking advice from the things I see online? Probably not. But this sounded like it made sense where a gentleman had a he had an obese uh, client who wanted to lose weight. And he said, all right, what I want you to do is for the first 30 days, I want you to get up and I want you to just go to the gym, walk around for 10 minutes and then go home. And just every day, get out of bed, go to the gym, walk around, don't lift a single weight and then come home. And then what, what he said is like, now that that's become your new habit to do that, you're asking yourself, well, since I'm already here, I might as well do something while I'm here. And, mm-hmm. it, and it was the idea of creating that habit of, not the, uh, the, the, the habit of working out, the idea of getting out of bed at a certain time and going somewhere. And, yeah. and I thought that was a really interesting way of, uh, of looking at it. Like he, he took, he, took he, he, made, he made going to the gym and even uh, and broke that up into a smaller task. And that's exactly the way to do it. It's kind of like, do you remember how you were learning how to brush your teeth, right? You have to brush your teeth twice a day. And in the beginning, it was a pain in the butt. 
trying to remember it. You resisted, you bargained, you negotiated with your parents about whether or not you should do it. And then eventually, as you began doing it every single day, twice a day, year after year, it became a habit. So now you don't even think about it. Same sort of thing for anything, right? Whether it's healthy eating, whether it's quitting smoking, whether it's, I mean, we're talking about exercise and and becoming a stronger, healthier person, whether it's meditating, break it up into chunks, do one chunk every single day. Don't mix in other stuff, right? So when people tell me they want to be healthier, I say, okay, focus on one task. Yeah. Is it exercise? Is it diet? Is it stress reduction? Is it better sleep? We focus on that task and to the exclusion of the others um, until that's become that's come under control. Once that's come under control, we tackle the next thing because now you've succeeded at one thing. Yeah. So, of course, the next one's going to feel <laughs> much more achievable. Every time I try to meditate, I end up falling asleep. I mean, every time. Yeah. As soon as I close my eyes, that's it. That's a, I, call me crazy, but my body is trained. When the eye, when the eyes close, that means time to go bye bye. Uh, doctor, thank you so much. It's been a great pleasure chatting to you in 2023, and here's to many more conversations like this in 2024. Thank you. You take care. Happy New Year's Eve, Ben. Take, take care. Thank you so much. All right, we are going to check in with our activities reporter next and let you know all the best things this city has to offer for New Year's weekend.